Welcome to Us and You, a podcast about military medicine, the Uniformed Services University, and how to thrive as a healthcare professional. Join us as we focus on a wide range of topics organized in mini-series and continue to develop new content that is most relevant to the military healthcare provider in training. Before you can learn to care for those in harm's way, you must first learn to care for yourself. This is awesome, us and you. All right, well, I'm Dr. Ryan Landau. I'm the Assistant Dean for the Preclinical Sciences here at USU, and we're back here again today with the Consortium for Health and Military Performance, or CHAMP, at the Defense Center of Excellence for Human Performance Optimization and the operators of the Human Performance Resource Center, HPRC. We're here to discuss how human performance optimization is affected by a PCS and what you can do to maintain as much normalcy for you and your families during the process. So this is the last in a three-episode series that we've been doing where we cover the PCS timeline, starting with the month leading up to your move day, the PCS moving period, and the post-PCS as you transition to your new unit. And remember, a lot of what we're talking about, while in the context of a more long-term PCS, is really applicable when we're going through any major type of transition, including deployment, an extended TDY, or... As we talk about a lot of our students here at USU experience those clinical rotations. So if you remember back in episode one, we covered pre-PCS strategies and talking about goal setting and maintaining flexibility. And then in episode two, we talked about strategies to use during the PCS experience, how to get enough sleep, how to stay present. And so today we're going to discuss post-PCS strategies. How do we ease the transition once we get there, find that consistency, and maintain routines and leverage your social support. All right, so to talk to about the post-PCS transition period, we're going to have with us today Sarah Stewart and Stephanie Van Arsdale with us from CHAMP. And together, we're going to discuss those strategies to help you settle into your new unit and your new routine. Welcome, ladies. Thank you. Thanks again for having us, and um, I'm happy to be back. I'm Sarah. I'm a family and relationship education specialist within CHAMP's education directorate. And I'm Stephanie Van Arsdale. I am the program manager for HPRC, but my background is in health and exercise science. So I'm really glad to be here. So over the past couple of episodes, we've talked about the beginning and the middle of the moving process, setting goals, being flexible, and how to stay present throughout. So now we've checked into our new unit. What's next? Sure. Uh, Now that we've checked in, we want to talk about finding consistency, possibly starting new routines, and maintaining old ones. Structure is really critical in the military, uh, so use that lifestyle and those habits to your advantage. Maintaining consistency in routines is really important part of maintaining overall health with all of the changes that military service members and their families uh, face during the PCS season. So having a routine can help you stay mentally fit, physically fit, and eventually reach your goals. Routines can also help athletes, family members, and warfighters experience better mastery over their movements, emotions, and thoughts, um, form routines that incorporate good habits, but also allow for flexibility. Remember, Semper Gumby. Routines are also really important to help reduce anxiety and improve focus by shifting your attention away from the stressful anticipation of the unknown Um, and how things are, worrying about how things are going to turn out, and instead focusing on what's most important in the moment and what you can control. So last episode, we discussed mindfulness and staying present. So this attention shift is just another form of that, adding another application to the practice. Routine is really important, not only to keep you healthy, but also to help you establish roots and a sense of stability after PCS, which can also feel very destabilizing. 
So leveraging support and making new or keeping up existing relationships is a really big part of keeping up your routines. And it's also a big part of starting to feel rooted and stable in a new location. Not only that, but the company you keep and the support you receive can actually influence your health and performance through your PCS and into your job. Whatever the case, remember that support comes in many forms. Your family, friends, coworkers, your community might support you emotionally by expressing empathy, care, or concern about you having to navigate this move. Their support could also come in the form of useful advice or help with tasks like packing, researching new towns, or even watching your kids while you get things done and tend to your to-do list. Through any or all of these ways or lots of other ways, when you feel supported by others, you're more likely to actually excel in your total fitness pursuits. Um, and that includes excelling through this PCS season. Yeah, you know, that makes a lot of sense to to think about your social support. And I really like what Stephanie was saying about routines because, you know, I remember when I first arrived in Afghanistan for deployment, I had been traveling for like 10 days at that point, And I was feeling a really little bit run down, to be honest. And one of the first things I did was go to the base, you know, 5K that they had. And, and after that, I sort of reset a little bit of my workout schedule and kind of said, okay, this is what I need to do to get back to that routine. And it really helped me orient to the TDY, but it, it was just hard at first to, to know where to start. And, and so let's get down to that nitty gritty, right? You've, you're done traveling, you're at your new location, there is probably still a lot going on, you're getting settled, you're still probably waiting for your stuff to arrive, more information on when you're starting work, and you may even be starting to kind of try to still figure out where you're going to live. So when it comes to creating that stability, where do we get started? So there's a lot of ways to approach it. Um, but starting with your social support system is a really, really good place to begin. This could be your family, getting to know new coworkers, or keeping up relationships from back home through social media or any other tools. And with your support system, we're imagining that setting up a new normal, a new stability is actually your goal. Let's talk about what that really means in less abstract terms and how to establish it. We'll use the example of maybe someone traveling with a family, but I know this can vary um, and, and some of these tools might have to be tailored. Okay, so stability. Stability is a key characteristic of both optimizing your performance and optimized military families. Yet, as you likely know, stability doesn't have to take the form of living in the same exact house or your kids going to the same school or even you going to the same Starbucks every day. Stability actually comes in the form of relationships. Feeling stable is knowing who's there for you, who has your back, and who will support you if and when you need it. So those relationships are really the first thing you need to work on and keep up with. For example, if you got coffee with a friend before work every day, think about giving them a call on your way to your new work location to keep up that sense of, of stability with that relationship. If you have kids, know that stability for kids is actually fostered when parents are consistent. Consistent in the messages you send your kids about their value and their self-worth. And, and following through with what you say you're going to do. So even in the hectic days of moving and starting your kids at a new school, keep up your parenting routines. For example, it can be easy to ease up on discipline because maybe you feel guilty about moving your kids. And while you definitely want to display empathy for the challenges they might be facing, remember that the boundaries that they're used to are actually what will help them feel safe and secure. 
And even though PCSing will bring many changes, it's important if you're a single service member or for families to maintain some sense of consistency and routine despite the external changes that may be occurring. For example, keep up your traditions like holiday celebrations or birthday traditions. This is especially important during periods of change, for example, like during a PCS. Find a way to celebrate an occasion even if you're in the middle of a move and maybe even far from your loved ones. Setting the time aside to keep the tradition alive in some form, even if you have to adapt it, um, will help you all get through the change. For example, perhaps as a couple, you have a certain ritual you do on your wedding anniversary, like look over the pictures of your wedding day or watch your wedding video. Find ways to keep that ritual consistent despite feeling in flux due to a PCS. And like I said a minute ago, if you're a parent, maintain a consistent parenting style, even in high stress or chaotic times. Another tip for parents, maybe there's a certain bedtime story you typically read your kids, still do that even if you're staying in a hotel or on a cross-country drive to your new town. You can also think about keeping up family meals. Maybe your kitchen isn't quite set up yet. That's okay. You can still spend time together as a family over whatever meal you're able to pull off. And as a side note, while in temporary housing, do what you can to maintain routines and eat in your usual way. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Yeah, absolutely. And and actually, it's funny, that reminds me of another podcast episode that we have here as part of our USU Wellness series that talks about parenting specifically in a military context. And, and one of the biggest things that we emphasize there, which is really regardless of whether you're moving or not, is that it's really important to have a clear mission statement and vision as a parenting team. And that's one of the best things that you can do for your kids is just consistency. So, uh, you know, that's really important to keep in mind and to recognize that new places can also bring some new opportunities to, to change things up a little bit. And that can be exciting. Yeah. So while we're saying that maintaining um, as many of your old routines as possible is really important, a new station is also a really great opportunity to make small changes or even improve on maybe some of those old habits or behaviors that weren't so great. So while you're thinking about how to get your old routines going in a new location, you can also assess whether all your routines are the ones you want to keep. So obviously, if you got into some bad habits before, maybe you want to look at those and reassess on how you can improve on those. So take this PCS or your extended TDY as an opportunity to start fresh. PCS is like another new year, new me. Think about out with the old and in with the new. There are really good reasons why we start new habits or changes on the first of the year or at the start of the new job or at a new home. Um, it's a logical time to start new habits. You're setting up a new home and a new life. Um, this is also a really good time to shake the bad habits. Why move those bad habits with you? Instead, it's a good time to invite new ones in. Yeah, you know, and I recall we talked about goal setting in the first episode, and, and you know, I think we actually do a decent job of setting some specific goals, especially with some of the, the recommendations you all had. But but then when we get to a new place, you know, there are new obstacles that we sometimes didn't anticipate. And I, I really think of our students who may not know the area and are continuing with learning a new area of medicine in a new place with a new set of faculty. And so, you know, it's great that we have an opportunity to make some new goals, but what do we do about how we take those goals that we set and then follow through on them when we're there? Right. So one of the key pieces of successfully executing goals is actually knowing how to find and use resources and the support of others, no matter what your goals are. So actually, why not make that your first goal? 
find those resources and build or maintain your support systems to help. It's really easy to get caught in the day-to-day -day and forget that building and fostering relationships should be a major part of your daily routine. But why? Why are building those relationships so important? Well, supportive relationships contribute to less risk-taking, feeling less lonely, and actually a greater belief in your ability to accomplish what you want to accomplish. Meanwhile, loneliness or feeling a lack of social connection and support is linked to some negative health outcomes, including poor physical, cardiovascular issues, shorter lifespan, and poor mental health, so more stress, more difficulty coping. So let's talk about execution. So if your goal is to build new supportive relationships or keep up old ones um, to help you keep up your performance in your new location, try some of these things to actually execute. For example, look into online support groups, sports teams, or even recreational clubs. Doing so can boost your feelings of belongingness and connection in unconventional ways. You can also make connections at your new installation by reaching out through military installations on militaryonesource.mil. You can request a sponsor at your new duty station so you have someone to talk to to ask questions right from the beginning. Military installations can also connect you with the relocation assistance point of contact, the transportation office, and the housing office. Leverage these resources and supports to help you ensure a smooth PCS season and a smooth arrival at your new spot. So now is a really good time to leverage the social support that you have or that you found to get back on track with some of your health and fitness goals. So first looking at the good stuff, we wanna maintain the good routines, right? So do you usually eat family meals and cook at home together? If so, you wanna keep up with those routines, right? Not everything has to change. When it comes to goal setting and creating new habits, think about what you would like to do at your new station. Do you wanna cook more? Um, do you wanna find a farmer's market? Do you wanna have more family dinners? during the week? Uh, do you wanna give more kids responsibilities at home? So now is an excellent time to work on those habits needed to accomplish those goals and to incorporate them into your new routine. So we have a really good article on our website and you can find it online about creating good habits with four strategies. So similar to setting SMART goals, this will help you get on track with maintaining and forming good habits. So from a nutritional point of view, how do you execute those nutritional goals and execute these new habits? So one thing to do is to make sure that your environment or your kitchen in this case uh, is set up for success and that you have all the resources that you need. If you're in temporary housing, make sure that you use some of the easy meal ideas that you can just use a microwave or a few staple kitchen utensils that we've talked about in previous episodes. If this is the first time you've ever had a kitchen of your own, think about the very basics that you can stock it with and you can find those resources again online. Once you get settled, make those first few grocery runs thoughtfully. So you wanna make sure you make a list before you go and stick to it. If you need some help, take a peek at the guidance we have on HPRC for how to stock a pantry, fridge, and freezer. Remember, it's about leveraging the resources at your disposal. So this is also a really good place to set new fitness goals, again, creating new fitness habits. So with your new PT goals, you can now build a habit around those routines. Sometimes getting back into it can be difficult, uh, especially in, in a new location, but hopefully you are able to maintain some of your routine um, and not get too off track. So one way to do this is to find a battle buddy. 
Other ways are to check to see if your unit puts together group workouts. So group workouts where members support each other um, and tie into a unified support system tend to work out better and you tend to stick to the program better. Create a new schedule to stay active. Um, so figure out what the gym hours on base are, if there's any family activities in the area. If you remember back to episode one, we talked about SMART goals. So this is a really good time to bring some of those back. If you're PCSing in the summer months, the timing is actually pretty perfect. Usually you'll have um, a PT test coming up in the next few months. Break out a new worksheet and make your goals, again, smart, specific, measurable, action-oriented, achievable, relevant, and time-based. If you're starting a new workout routine, uh, you can find a really good article we have about creating block periodization. And this is basically a long-term structure to hit specific workout goals. So you can use that periodization structure to make sure that you hit peak performance during the week of your test. Yeah, I mean, I think one of the things I'm, I'm really hearing is this idea of getting specific, not only in the goals, but kind of the actions that are necessary to execute them. What do you need to do next? You know, what are the hours of the gym? Um, you know, finding some accountability partners. How does that, what does that look like? And is that kind of what you're saying here a little bit? Yeah, definitely. Try to, one, get back into your old habits, um, but also kind of find the strategies or use these strategies to build new and better habits and kind of improve on, on what you had before. Right on. Well, listen, it's been a lot of fun talking about human performance in the context of military transitions. And I really want to thank the team for Champ for coming out and doing this series with us. You know, as we mentioned before, there are a ton of great resources and information on how to optimize human performance on the HPRC website, hprc-online.org. I'm learning about them as I'm hearing them, which is awesome. And I really encourage you to check it out. It's one of the things that I've noticed about sitting down and having these conversations is just the amount of consistency. You know, whether you're PCSing for the 10th time or you're going on your first away rotation as a medical student, you know, a lot of what will help you be successful is the same. It's meeting your basic needs, it's setting goals, and it's building support around you to achieve them. And the reason that this is so important is because this is the thing, these are the things that drive your ability to execute the mission. And, and that's true whether you're talking about being in the operational military or you're being a, a student here at USU. So thanks again to Stephanie and Sarah for your time. And, and thanks again to the Student Wellness Advisory Board for supporting this podcast series. And again, remember, if there are any topics that you want to see us address, be sure to let us know. Us and You is sponsored by the USU Student Wellness Advisory Board. The SWAB is composed primarily of students from the USU School of Medicine, Graduate Education, and Graduate School of Nursing, with input from faculty advisors. The views expressed herein are of those of the presenters and do not represent the views of their employers, including the Uniformed Services University, Department of Defense, and the United States government. Interested in more topics? Contact the SWAB at student-wellness at usuhs.edu.